Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, I remember being a young, younger lady and going to my first strip show in Las Vegas. I'm dead serious. You do? I do. I was 20. Five and, and what was show was it? The Thunder Down Under, and we're really excited to have a member of the Thunder Down Under here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley. Uh, I think we've got Nathan on the phone. Nathan, are you with us? Hey guys, how you doing? Wonderful! Oh, Thank you so, so much for sharing uh, that beautiful accent with us, and um, <laughs> we we obviously wanted to have you on the show because you guys are coming to Minnesota yet again. This is a unique yeah. opportunity for ladies to not only hear that wonderful accent, but to see all of those beautiful abs. Yeah, there's plenty of those going around in the show. That's for sure. So we're out there May 11th and 12th to come see everybody out there and uh, entertain everybody again. So now you are probably traveling across the United States. You have been to many places. Does anything stick out in your mind about Minnesota? Have you been here before? Uh, yeah, I was out there last year. Um, I don't know. The people out there are great. We actually uh, we have some friends out that way. You know, we meet people up the shows, and they sort of tour us around and show us some, uh, some bars and wherever it might be good to go to check out. Uh, so hopefully when we head back out there, we might be able to catch up with people we've met and obviously make some new friends out that way. So you have been so th- you've been here before, which means you've been performing with the Thunder from Down Under for how long? Uh, I've been with Thunder for about a year and a half, touring around all over the globe, which has been great. And um, w- f- the one thing, you know, Colleen said the first show that she saw was Thunder from Down Under, but there are so many other shows that are similar not as good but what do you think <laughs> what do you think sets apart thunder from down under from you know the other male reviews that are out there um well i guess our niche is we're all from australia we're all from down under um most of the guys actually have been trained through when they've been picked up so when we don't traditionally just go for trained dancers we get uh we get guys that are sort of chippies or painters and have everyday sort of lives uh, and then that was recruited to come over and uh, be one of the Thunder guys. So, what were you doing before you joined Thunder from Down Under? Uh, I own a bar in the Gold Coast in Queensland, and I'm a personal trainer. So, I sort of had the fitness sort of side down, and uh, the entertainment with uh, bars and clubs that I was working at. And what made you think, like, I'm going to leave? my bar and the beautiful uh, Gold Coast of Australia to come to the United States uh, and take your clothes off? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, America is the land of opportunity and taking your clothes off and getting paid for it, I was like, well, I'm doing this for free. Why not do it? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And were you, you, um, because one of the things that impressed me the first time I saw the Thunder from Down Under, aside from the spectacular abs, was honestly like the dancing and the the music. 
was so entertaining. Colleen's were you a former a, dancer, I, yeah. so she's you know she's artistic. I were you? Uh, a, did so you? She was a critiquing us then. Well, yeah, but it was like amazing. I was like, God, they are dancing really well, and they have sexy bodies, and they are not <laughs> clothed very much. Were you? Did you dance before? Uh, I've done a little bit of dance uh, in college, like just sort of stage theater stuff. I didn't think it was ever going to lead to this. It wasn't sort of my general aspect. I just wanted to be around girls in a dance class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of them there. (laughs) Yeah, so a lot of the guys, when they actually, some of the guys have had none at all. And uh, we do a pretty rigorous uh, training. We had a boot camp for three months when we first go to, to Vegas. And you just learn all the choreography, uh, choreography and all the dance routines day to day. We've got some pretty good um, trainers out that way, some choreographers that uh, teach everybody. So it's, uh, it's a good boot camp. Okay, so um, w- one of the things that we do here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, and if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Nathan, who is from the Thunder from Down Under. The review will be here in the Twin Cities in May. We'll make sure you have all the information, and it's a fun show. So if you've never been, get grab your friends and go. And get ready but, to grab some other things. I'm yeah, not saying, don't. I'm just saying. I mean, because the one thing you probably learned, mm-hmm. I don't know if Australian women are any different. They're probably not, but uh, American women get real handsy. This is true. Yeah, this is true, yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that we love talking about on our show is our really bad Australian accents. Mm. Because, you know, like a British accent, for whatever reason, seems a little easier for us than an Australian accent. And many times, for whatever reason, whether we were talking about a story that dealt with an Australian actor or, that you know, just came up that the person is from Australia, we would launch into yeah. a really bad Australian accent. Like really bad. <laughs> because we just don't know how to do it. So... Um, we learned a trick for how to do an Australian accent, and maybe you could like give us some more tips and tricks on how sure. to. You know, Let's d- hear it. I'm actually uh, pretty intrigued. Okay, so our the tip we learned was if we want to sound like we're saying the word razor blades in an Australian <laughs> accent, all we yeah. really need to do is say the following words with our regular old American accent: rise up lights. So then we say, rise, rise up, up lights. lights. And it sounds like we're saying, razor blades, rise up lights. Does that work? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Nathan, uh, you're a really good you sport. You said it, it kind of sounded like you had a bit of a speech impediment, but you kind of got there. <laughs> do you give, do you, um, are there any things, uh, you know, any tips that you give people whenever, uh, you know, they ask about having the best Australian accent, like ways to sound your best Aussie? No, I guess the traditional one is our greeting is the kind of uh, nobody else says it is g'day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, g'day. It's, uh, you're saying it to guys and girls, g'day, how you going? So I <laughs> how guess you that's going? Kind of how the, you going? The, how you going? Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I've watched um, the only other Australian thing that I've watched recently, Colleen. I don't know if you've seen this. It's called Zumbo's Just Desserts. Do you no. know who Zumbo is, Nathan? No, I have no idea. What is that? He's a guy in Australia that does like a, it's like a reality show where they all bake like desserts. Mm-hmm. You probably don't eat a lot he of desserts. He doesn't eat a lot of desserts. <laughs> no, no, that is a lot of desserts. <laughs> and he's an Aussie guy, is he? 
Yes. Well, and of course, like we're going to ask you if you know the one Australian guy we've heard of, and clearly you all know each other. That's how that works, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're on a tiny little island at the yes. bottom there. Yeah, everybody knows each other. Nathan, thank you so much for uh, for spending time with us today. You probably got to go back and hit the gym and get ready. Yeah. You know. I am actually just on the way to the gym, having a coffee, and uh, away I go. See? There you awesome. go. So uh, keep working out, because we're going to see you in May. Perfect. I'll see you guys there front and center, right? Always. Trust us. <laughs> no worries. Good. Always. Nathan, thank you Thanks, so much. Thanks, Nathan. No worries. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That was Nathan. He's from the Thunder from Down Under, and they're coming to Mystic Showroom yep. May 12th and 13th. So you can get your tickets online. And quite it really easily. is a fun show. And like, here's the thing half naked men with an accent, a hundred times better than just plain old naked men. Always. 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 And In I, fact, <laughs> you can be 50% less attractive and be, you know, that much sexier if you've got an accent. It's true. Yeah. Um, and I will say that Bradley and I fancy ourselves, um, crit- I think, worthy critics. We've been to every male review show. We really have. Uh, that is of any import. Anyway. And I would say Thunder From Down Under is 100% our favorite, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of a Thunder oh, From Down... Oh, no, yeah. before we go, oh, oh. we have tickets. <gasps> we do. In fact, I believe we have, uh, and I will get that information. Maybe we should give those away on the other side of the break so I know exactly what I'm talking okay, about, unless so Holly call. wants to jump in. Don't call yet. Yeah, don't call yet. Don't call, don't call we'll, yet. We'll do it on we'll the other side of the out. break. However, uh, you know, so that was Nathan from the Thunder from Down Under. Uh, but Bradley had a different kind of Thunder Down Under, and it resulted in an embarrassing moment. Oh, God. Uh, and oh, we're my gonna God, you're going to die. Talk about this after the break on My Talk 107.1. No, we're not talking to another cast member of the Thunder from Down Under. No, we are tuning in now to hear about Bradley's Thunder from Down Under on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. So, Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. Let's just say this 651 641 1071. If you ever had an embarrassing moment, if you want to share, please do. Uh, so, can I paint a picture for you? Can I set a scene? I, I, do I want you to? <laughs> yes, set a Last scene. Last night at the gym, you know, it's, oh, it's just a beautiful night. We're all excited for a workout. I'm in the room. Uh, a bunch of other people are in the room, in our CrossFit room at the mm-hmm. gym. You know, there's some room mm-hmm. And we're doing our warm-ups. And the coach is standing. Okay, so there's the room. I'm at the front of the room. Mm-hmm. Literally the frontest person of the room. Mm-hmm. Next to the person who's coaching. Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, okay, here's your warm-up. You're going to do this, this, this. Start out with hollow body rocks. You know what hollow body rocks are? Body rockers in the house. Tonight. That's what I'm thinking. You literally just lay on the time? floor, tense up your body, and kind of rock, like in a like a sort of a mm-hmm. U shape. Okay, you know what I mean. And so that requires you to really engage your core. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, when you get engage your core, your core real tight. Sort of starts to push things around a little yeah. bit. So we're doing it, and literally, there's no music playing at this point. Everybody's just kind of like getting started. Mm-hmm. And all of the sudden, oh my gosh, loud, long toot. And not at all able to be blamed on anybody else. It is clear where it is coming from. Oh my gosh. It is one of those moments where you can't do, you can't run, you can't hide, Mm -hmm. 
you can't pretend. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything other than look at the entire room and say, that was very embarrassing. Is that what you said? I I literally put my hand over my mouth (laughs) and like shocked eyes and said, oh my God, that was very embarrassing. And the, but here's the best part of breaking wind at the age of 42 in front of a group of other, for the most part, adults, Mm -hmm. is that half the people did that wonderful Minnesota thing of like, I didn't see or I didn't hear that. We're not acknowledging that. And then there are the three or four people who cannot control themselves, to which I appreciate that because to me, I'm like, I mean, if somebody toots really loud in, in the class, you got to just own it. Right. You can't. Right. You can't like, pretend like it didn't Sometimes it was like happen. a yoga class and there's some music playing and it's like a little, you know, we can all just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> but this was in front of everyone. It had ripples. <laughs> it was extended. There was bass. Ooh. I, it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't so embarrassing, I probably would have been proud. But you know what the thing about it is i feel like everybody can relate on some level to that because i hope so well we've all had that accidental moment in the most inopportune times but it's funny to watch people's reaction in that moment because i literally was just like well you can't run so mm-hmm. you better just embrace it and mm-hmm. i know some of the people in that class but it was one of those classes where it wasn't like all of my besties so it's not like right. we all would have just like died laughing the instructor could not stop laughing for sure and just like that made other people laugh and then the one guy goes i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at the instructor laughing like, no, and i'm like i don't fine. care you could totally laugh at me ripping behind <laughs> in class oh six five one six four one one oh seven one have you ever had a crazy embarrassing moment sherry has hi sherry sherry what was your embarrassing moment oh <laughs> um well we my girlfriends and i were out um this was a long time ago and we saw some strippers at a club in downtown St. Paul when they first came out. I think it was like the first time in St. Paul. But um, uh, we were all having a really good time, and I thought it would be really funny to put money in my zipper and oh, no. <laughs> go up there and shake my hips. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. So he <laughs> came up to me, and it was all like really, oh, ooh, ooh, you know, until... He pulled it out and then it ripped in half and then I walked away oh, and no. I was just like, oh my God, the other half is still in my... <laughs> Did you go return it? <laughs> oh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> he just 
just like looking at me like, oh, I'll have the other half. Yeah, like give me the other oh. half of this money, lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sherry, thanks for calling. I'm glad that you've survived that embarrassing moment. Do you know the last time that I tooted, literally, was this is how tooting in public is so memorable. Mm. I was in second grade and we had a test oh, and yeah. I there was I had dropped my pencil. I bent over to pick it up and ripped behind again. And the entire class was just, you know, like everybody was mortified and, you know, I was traumatized for life. I, I mean, so much so that I remember that day. That's like the only part of that part of my life that I can oh you know, like remember. And then it, it probably I mean, it's not that I have never tooted in public, but mm-hmm. in front of everyone with everyone's full attention, clearly is not an everyday occurrence. <laughs> Whenever we talk about embarrassing moments, I rarely can recall any of my own, but I always remember my mom's most embarrassing moment because it was so funny. Have I ever told you the story about the time that my mom was going to the grocery store? And when she tells the story, she starts it like this. She goes, you know, when you see a dog in a car and you go and you bark at it. Oh, yeah. I remember the story. And I'm like, no, mom, I don't think people do that. But she that's how the story begins. So there was a dog sitting in the, a car outside of the grocery <laughs> store and she thought it was this beautiful Irish setter. And so she went to the open window and started <laughs> parking at the Irish setter and it was just a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love everything about that story because it's like, yes. and the woman's like, excuse me. <laughs> That's That's delightful. Yeah. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We're going to tell you about them, but call 651-641-1071. We're going to give a pair of tickets to see Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Showroom on May 11th and 12th or 13th. We've got a date. Just call 651-641-1071. We're giving them to caller number three. My Talk 1071. Everything. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Entertainment. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call those people crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Well, that's not where we're going first. Do you know where we're going first? Um, Wisconsin. No, a little further south. Bonus Aires. Oh. Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, it's actually the Saavedra neighborhood of Buenos Aires, Argentina. And I need to tell you about a gas station. Okay. okay? So there's a gas station. Uh, people just hanging out. It's a beautiful I thought you night. were at the gas station last Hello! night. Okay, what? Okay. No pun intended. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a gas station. People are hanging out. It's no big deal. Just any other night. And then, yeah, like you do, you hang out at the gas station. Well, people do, you know, whatever. Get some uh, Cheetos and fill her up. Um, well, this one particular evening at the uh, gas station in Saavedra, Buenos Aires, a gentleman walks into view of the security camp. Mm-hmm. Completely naked. Oh, 
But that's not all. Because walking around naked is not a crazy, stupid, idiot-worthy At a gas station, no less. I mean, just, right? you know, look no further than Recorey, Minnesota. Oh, exactly. Thank you. Flashing your bits in Recorey. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, in fact, this footage showed a man pacing up and down in front of police officers, shouting and slapping his legs. What happened? Did he have... Like a, it said a, in apparent a or discomfort. Oh, slapping his legs in apparent discomfort, and he was screaming in an uh, Argentinian, which I think is Spanish. <laughs> uh, call el doctor. Call the doctor. Even I understood that. Actually, that's not oh, okay. Spanish, but he said call the doctor. Okay, he's yelling. Call the doctor. Slapping his behind, walking around naked. I said he was slapping his thighs. Uh, well, legs behind, it's a twofer. Okay. They're connected. Mm. Um, do you know why? I mean, did he, was it like, was it leg day at the gym and he was just a little sore? I don't know. Leg day, not pants day. Mm. No, um, no. In fact, he had lost something up there. Oh, so a gentleman had lost, uh, rhymes with schmildo. One of those. Up there. In his rear. Walking back and forth in the parking lot of the gas station, slapping his behind, saying, call the doctor. Okay, couple things. Mm. When I found myself in an emergency situation, not similar to that one uh, at all. I'm just saying, when I found myself in an emergency situation. You don't go to the gas station. I don't go to the gas station usually. I mean, that's number one. You know, I, I will say that eventually uh, an ambulance came and they did have the alleged Schmildo removed at the gas station. That would be schmanus. so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, the ambulance was part of the system of emergency medical attention of Buenos Aires. Good. So they were able to extract the offending object from yeah. the area. The schmanus. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Can you imagine if you're just working at the gas station that night and guys like, ah, ah. I'm telling you there, we've had a, a, a very large collection of nudity at gas stations in the past couple weeks. And it's been mildly troubling. So I would just watch. I would just keep uh, all eyes open, all senses turned on. When you are at a gas station, anything could happen. All right. Can we go to Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Where's Myrtle Beach? Florida. Nope. It's actually South Carolina is where we're going, not the Florida one. Whatever. No, it is probably South Carolina. I Mm -hmm. just didn't know that. So 37-year-old Bernard Jackson, he's fallen on some hard times. And he recently was evicted from his house uh, in the area. And uh, he said, "Mm -mm, nope, I am not leaving. I am not leaving this house. And uh, so they called the cops. And the cops had to come and try to remove him from the domicile. However, he claimed to be a sovereign citizen, which means he's not governed by the laws of the United States. And so he would not come out. They had to then call in the SWAT team to go and get him. What happened next is what makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. I mean, all of that is pretty dumb, but garden variety, right? Uh, The SWAT team made their way inside the building. Okay. And they immediately spelled, s- smelled, and spelled. They spelled. S W A T. They smelled gasoline. 
what does Ooh. that usually indicate? Uh, spilled gasoline. That some that would be number one. But then the next thing is that somebody was probably trying to start a fire. Well, yeah, indeed, the person who was trying to start the fire was Bernard Jackson, and he was trying to ignite the gasoline, uh, and he was trying to light the steps on fire so that the SWAT team could not use the steps. Oh, it's kind of like a superhero move. Except for all of the other things that could go wrong. For example, you're upstairs, and they're downstairs. Oh. How are you going to get out? True. That's number one. Number two... Uh, he wasn't very good at starting fires, uh, and he accidentally also set his feet on fire. That's a hot foot. Well played, Holly Roberts. Thanks. Yeah. Hot foot. He set his feet on fire. He set his feet and the steps feet on fire. Feet don't fire me now. Exactly. Well, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. The burns were bad enough. He did surrender. He yelled that he was coming out, and then he limped outside and allowed them to arrest him. He is now facing charges for criminal trespassing and for resisting arrest. Plus, he's got a second-degree arson charge for his stair fire and feet fire. Also, apparently not a sovereign citizen, FYI. Which is like a thing. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Yeah. One of he's not that. So, bye. Firefoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire Walk with me. That was a great movie. Very creepy. Do I have to watch yeah. all of the okay Twin Peaks in order to get it? Okay, crazy stupid idiots. I want to tell you about some brown chicken, brown cows. Mm. Specifically, female. Jail I love guards. farm news. Farm news. <laughs> Two uniformed. Female corrections officers were found recently, Colleen, in the back seat of a parked car. Mm. Two, Two uniformed, uniformed female thing. corrections officers were found in the back seat of a parked car, mm. a Kia, actually, Sunday morning in Colorado. This is according to police. Apparently, um, <clears throat> it was about 530 in the a.m., and a passerby, literally just somebody like walking by a lot adjacent to a 7-Eleven was like, Ain't nothing good going on in the backseat of that car. So police arrived and they shined a flashlight into the auto. Mm-hmm. And do you know what they saw? Two ladies getting it on one. Yes, I said brown chicken, brown cow. Quote, their trousers were unzipped and their hands were down each other's pants. Mm-hmm. So they were doing things. Yeah, they were having sex okay. in the back of a Kia. <laughs> but it I just wanted you to know that they were having the thing with the thing and they're wearing uniforms, which was not some and sort they of cosplay. They, they weren't costumes. Yeah. For, also, it wasn't Halloween. Probably like half a dozen men's fantasies yeah. to have two police guards or jail guards fighting over each other. You know, while they have the sex in the back of a Kia, um, Sarah Kate Ippolito and Mary Jane Torres were wearing blue Department of Corrections uniforms, not acting correctly. Nah. Now, you may say to yourself, well, they're just having some good, yeah, clean American like, fun. Is it illegal to have sex in your work uniforms? I think this the, the illegal part was doing it in broad daylight. Oh, I forgot about that. part. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they were like, knock, knock, knock. Can we come in? Oh, you're having sex. You're under arrest because you're wearing uniforms. No, I think it was because (laughs) uh, that's disgusting. You cannot have sex in your uniform. No, it was because they were doing it in a parked car in a well-lit area. And the act, as they referred to it, 
sounds very biblical. The Mm -hmm. act was visible from all windows of the vehicle. Also, I just would like to point out that when the police officer approached the vehicle, they didn't stop. Okay, that's always my favorite part of the story. When we have these stories of people having the cess in the broad daylight is when the person they just the, keep thor- having it. They're just like, we're not done yet. Yeah. Please or hold. Like, guys will be like, I'm not done. Come back in a few minutes. <laughs> like, no, see, that's that's the point. So how did they so did they just they had to turn the hose, hose on them? Did they really? Yeah. They had to turn the hose on them. And uh no, they didn't actually okay. do that. Bye. They just arrested them. Made them put their clothes on. Okay. Or get their hands out of their pants. Exactly. (laughs) All righty. Well, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is a very important holiday. We've been celebrating in our hearts all day. Oh, God. Is National Grilled Cheese Day. (sighs) Thus, we have asked a very important question on our Daily Snap Judgment, which is the question we ask on our Facebook page, the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page. It's a this or that question we ask every single day, and then we read through your answers and make fun of them. The question today was... Uh, Grilled cheese, American or nah? Yeah, sit with that for a minute. We'll talk about it when we get back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Grilled cheese, American or... Nah. That's the question we're asking on the Facebook page on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, that's what we asked. Deal with it. 22 of you can stick oh around. Oh, God. I think, you guys, we need to shake up the snap judgment here because we've been falling down on the job and getting your answers. Well, here's the deal Valerie said. What's nah? Oh, God. So this is our daily snap judgment. It's a this or that question. We ask one every single day on the MyTalk1071 Facebook page. You know, there's only so many in the world. And we're trying to have a little fun, right? Yeah, it's for sure. It's grilled cheese day. Do you want American or nah? I mean, that's the question. American or nah? Okay. Yeah. So what's nah? Well, Kathy said nah. <laughs> Emily said yup. Specifically, New Yorker American. What's a New Yorker? I don't American? know. Is that a new brand? Of, or is that like a special American New Yorker cheese? American cheese. It's a thing. Oh wow! New Yorker American cheese. White American Orlando Lakes. That's not. Bradley, what were you gonna say that that's not real cheese? Because American no, cheese I was gonna, is that. I was oh. gonna make a bad joke. But. Oh, okay. Don't do that then, because we're not doing that. Oh, it has this, but you know what? I will tell you, the New Yorker has a satisfying melt, according to the Lando Lakes page. Oh, okay. Page. Um, I've never heard of New that. Yorker American. I will just say for the record up front, I am all about American. Right? It's got a superior melting oh, quality. It's just, oh, a grilled cheese sandwich I mean, without American is not real. I mean, I will American eat a grilled cheese real. with any kind of cheese that's not gross, but, because I got some cheese issues, but... But American cheese for sure. Okay, on a grilled cheese. Um, um, do we want to go down this road, or do I want to finish reading some answers? Go down the road. Okay, this is to me why American cheese is the superior cheese for a grilled cheese sandwich. It it is melty, right on the front end. It's lovely. Yeah, is it lovely on the back end too? That's that's why I love it the best. Because think about this. Go with me. 
if you do cheddar on a grilled cheese sandwich, right off the bat, it's melty and it's good. Oh, greasy and clumpy. But then when it sits for a minute and you can't like eat the grilled cheese lickety split, it doesn't continue the creaminess. It gets hard and like you said, kind of greasy and then it's a clump. And then that's not a satisfying experience. Old, old melted cheddar cheese is not good. No. Old melted American cheese is still melted. Still good. So there you go. I That's mean, it might answer. have a skin on it or something, but whatever. Yeah, but it's, you know, yeah. it's nothing to worry about because if you're already eating the American cheese, you're clearly, you've given also, up anyway. Also, who's eating a room temperature grilled cheese? I'm not saying it's room I'm temperature. I'm putting that in my pie hole right I'm away. I'm just saying, like, you, it takes a minute to sometimes get all the way through, yeah. right? Uh, let's see. Dawn said, American, ideally Velveeta. It melts so much better and creamier than the other cheeses. I really, I just wouldn't, I would get uh, Velveeta. I like the Velveeta slices, you know, yeah. like the Kraft singles, but the Velveeta ones, I think yeah. that would be a superior experience. Yeah. Um, you know, I, can I give you uh, my American cheese preference? Yeah. You know how you can get the ones that you have to unwrap individually? Yeah. Or you can get the block, mm-hmm. like the, the deli style. They're a little bit thicker. You just peel them right off the block. That's my American preference. Also, can I just say, we were talking about this uh, before the show. I didn't realize until I was an adult that you didn't make a grilled cheese in the following manner. You put a little butter and oil in a pan, mm-hmm. hot pan, because you always want to add oil to a hot pan. Everybody knows that. And uh, white bread, American cheese, butter or margarine, mm-hmm. garlic salt. Mm-hmm. I honestly, like, I think I had to be an adult and like go out of my house before I realized that not everybody put garlic salt. Yeah, but everybody on their should. Cheese. Everybody should. And I, and I get... don't know where that came from. Like, why would we do that? I, I don't, don't know, know, but that was always how we made a grilled cheese. Sounds yummy. Oh, it's so good. Can I give you another tip? Yeah. Put mayo on the outside of the bread instead of butter. It will give you the saltiest, yummiest. Is it greasy then? I mean, slightly, but don't, if I'm going to have a grilled cheese sandwich, okay. I need it to be a little greasy. I have not made an old school in a skillet grilled mm. cheese in probably 20 years. Yeah. Well, see, I have children, so we do this yeah. as like a weekly experience. I'm sure. uh, hey, look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi. I'm just, I'm just making some notes. Okay. The, what you guys were grilled talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grilled, I have cheese. grilled cheese notes here for you. Yep. Okay. Thank you. What, what does it say? I'm actually showing them to Colleen. Yeah, he did. Uh, first one, uh, Velveeta. I'm not even sure it's real cheese. It says processed cheese food. Right. I'm fine with Correct. that. Correct. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. just checking. Provides superior melting quality. Yeah, uh, it's not real it's, cheese. It's honey. chemically engineered it's to uh, melt. Have you met properly. America? No, I don't, yeah, I don't, we're I don't, not real either. Uh, I have a, uh, a brand of American cheese that is really good. Bongards, if you're familiar with Bongards. No, I do not know this one. I recommend it highly. Bongards. Is that with two A's or one? No, it's one A, I believe. Bongards. Much superior. Where do you buy such cheese? I've uh, I've seen it even at Cub. Huh. Yeah, Bongard. And also, have you ever had a grilled cheese on pumpernickel? Oh, God, no, but I love oh, a good pumpernickel. It is to die for. Bradley, you have to have a grilled cheese on pumpernickel. Ooh, okay. Okay. That's I okay. like a patty milk. Thank on you. Wow, that too. was that was a lot. Yeah, so you're just what you're doing then, Bradley, is just having the patty melt without the, the, the patty. patty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so it's just a melt. Do some caramelized onions uh, and mushrooms. I am <laughs> I am viewing this Bongard's cheese and I'm going to have to put it in my grocery 
cart next okay. time I uh, do the grocery shopping. I, I don't really care for American cheese, but Bongards, there's just something better about okay. Bongards. Something okay. better about Bongards. By the way, <laughs> I, I made up yeah, a Donnie slogan. Has, Donnie has Here's not your been paid for that. Yeah. From the Bongards exactly. Thank you so much. That'd yes. be a small check in my name, please. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, Donnie. Yeah. The question was, grilled cheese, American or nah? <laughs> Grilled cheese, American, or no grilled cheese? Is that what no? It means because this is what the kids say nowadays. They say blank or nah. Like, do you want it or not? So, American cheese or not American cheese? No, because some people like to do cheddar. Oh yes, in Mm -hmm. that case, yes, cheddar would be my first. So you would say nah. I'd say nah. mm, Yeah. See, so Donnie has not experienced the back end of a cheddar, uh, (laughs) cheddar grilled cheese. So the deal it goes like <laughs> what this. Is, what are you talking about? Before you came in, we were talking about why Velveeta is superior for grilled cheese. It's because, or not Velveeta, but American cheese in general, oh. is because it continues to keep the melted quality even when it cools slightly. Whereas cheddar, formerly melted cheddar, turns back into... It gets a little coagulated. It's just and not a good experience. Solidified in a way that's not mouth... No, no, not if you know what feeling you're doing. Doesn't good. give a good mouth feel. No, yeah. I, I've never had that experience. Okay. Um, yeah, Halls? Nah. What? <laughs> she, she's going to say do? something like... Yeah. I like a good I like an yeast of grilled cheese. A camembert. <laughs> what do you like on yours? Sharp cheddar. Oh, hey, that's I my do gal. love a good sharp cheddar. But what about the back end? I'm fine with the back okay. end. I'm fine Start with my back end. end being a little stiff. Okay. Hey, do oh. you? Do you? I will have you know that Tracy on Facebook said, "Bring Havarti to the party." Oh, that would be good. Too. Yes, yeah, Havarti good. a real yes. cheese. Yes. Or Bradley, is that just are like you a marketing concerned? No, no, it's a real cheese. Okay. Because we've been talking about American cheese for Havarti is a Swiss. You can't take Havarti it's to not task. The same as Swiss. I think Havarti's in the you, Swiss Holly. family, Robinson. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, whatever. Even Munster might make it oh, decent. I love, I love Munster, Munster cheese. Why Real is cheese. Munster so amazing? Like, when I was a kid, Munster cheese was, like, the biggest treat. Oh, I remember going over to a friend's house, and they had Munster cheese, and I went a little bonkers on it, and she was like, that is expensive. Stop eating it. And I was like, what? And okay. now it's, like, everywhere. Whatever. <laughs> I More for Munster me. Cheese. Okay. Or Munster. Munster. Uh, hey, Bradley. Yes. Safe travels. Oh, bon voyage. Stay tuned for Lori and Juliet coming up next. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.